0: We're at FIE in Paris, and with me I have Stuart Post, who's a market analyst for Innova Market Insights. Stuart, today you've been telling us that familiarity with processing technology does actually drive purchases among consumers. I think there is perhaps a perception that consumers may be interested in ingredients, they may be interested in nutrition, but they're not really too bothered about what goes on on the processing side of things. But from the research you've done, it looks like this is not necessarily the case.
1: Yeah, it's actually on the contrary. Uh, it's also part of our one of our trends for this year that um, brands are communicating more about how the product is also being made, what kind of processing technologies they use, uh, rather than just the uh, ingredients that are in the product. Um, and it's, it's a very interesting research we did uh, in house uh, as an open market insights. We asked consumers how familiar they were with a certain um, food processing technology and consequently we asked like how likely are you to uh, purchase or how interested are you actually in uh, buying such products. And then for very simple um, technologies like pasteurizing and uh, microwaving which uh, most consumers are already familiar with because it's such a, a common food processing technology, the purchase attention was also much higher or the acceptance was also much higher than for um, technologies that sounded yeah, much more technical and unfamiliar and uh, the latter category is where HP would fall in so some people may have heard of it some people have never heard of it and yeah, only a few people have done some research about it and know uh, precisely or to enough extent uh, what HPP is all about. But this is of course a big shame specifically for HPP because it's a very beneficial um, technology for consumers because it preserves the flavor uh, of the product but also the, the health benefits, the nutrients and the, the, the necessary vitamins and minerals a lot better than pasteurized products. But then the challenge, of course, becomes for brands that use HPP technology to also explain these benefits to the consumer in order to create consumer interest and uh, higher purchase intention.
0: And so you've got these brands that are making the most of HPP, they're using it, but they, they face the challenge of explaining to consumers why HPP is significant. So how are you seeing people do this?
1: Well, there's two challenges, I would say. First, um, you want to communicate as much uh, as you can uh, on the product. Um, some brands have very limited space for for explaining this, and um, they would just have a simple claim of HPP. Uh, other brands decide to devote a few sentences on uh, HPP technology. Uh, others use symbols to clearly explain like what are the benefits and how does this technology actually work Um, but a lot of times smart brands will have a very clear story usually in a video format or with some fun animations on their websites for people or consumers that are more interested in um, how the product is actually made Um, but what we also see that most of the brands uh, especially for cold pressed juices will only uh, use the words cold pressed because it's I think it's um, easier to understand. The moment I say cold press, you already have an idea of, like, it has something to do with pressing and not heating it. Uh, it's quicker and easier to understand. Um, and it's also more already the general name for that, those kind of um, beverages. But by not including the communication of H3P, also a lot of, communic- uh, a lot of consumers will miss the information about why, you know, why it's so beneficial uh, for them and why you're paying um, a couple of pounds or a couple of euros extra for uh, a cold press HPP-treated juice drink relative to one that's been pasteurized. Because they're both, uh, they could be next to each other in the chilled uh, juice drink segment, but the price difference, of course, is substantial
0: and in getting that hpp message across to consumers something you've you've identified and something you've started to see in the hours is that brands are actually turning to humor which which sounds like a strange way to try and e- explain processing technology but but this is something that brands are doing
1: i think it's all about being true to your brand if you're if you have a um, light and a funny brand and if your consumers are like uh, young millennials then yeah of course you should use humor to tell your story uh if it's about the, the great taste of your product, but, or if it's about how you make it, um, yeah, you should stick to your brand values. Um, but if you have a different kind of brand, that's for example uh, positioned for children, then it's good to have a serious tone for the parents to explain the benefits of HPP. So it really depends on your audience. Uh, it really depends on your style, you know, your brand, uh, what kind of language you should use in explaining HPP.
0: Stuart Post, thank you very much.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you.